0: We live in a fast-paced world where many people are too busy to sit down and read books or news articles. But thanks to Newsly, you can now listen to the news you wish you had the time to read. By utilizing AI technology, a natural human voice reads you the news, helping you grasp the information faster and more efficiently. Newsly provides the latest news updates 24-7, letting you browse articles from topics you choose. It even has podcasts, including ours. And listeners of Rabbit Holes can get their first 30 days of premium for free, allowing you to enjoy an ad-free experience by using the special promo code in our episode description. So download Newsly today for free on iOS and Android or visit www.newsly.me so you can stay updated on the things that matter to you. Boom mm-hmm.
1: Call everyone, and Welcome to Rabbit Holes, your weekly foray into the minds unknown of nobles and beyond. And I am your host, uh, Kavika Hoke, and with me, as always, uh, my plucky counter- counterpart, Sarah Rodriguez. Say hello, Sarah.
0: Hello, hello everybody.
1: So, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we come to you uh, weekly to uh, wherever your podcasts be found, and I... Uh, you know, I think before we get into like the show itself, we should probably just, you know, give a little background, a little syllabus about who we be, where we be from. And I would really like to turn to Sarah and just kind of, you know, tell us what you be, Sarah. Who are you? What makes you tick? Why should oh, we love I you?
0: What I be? Shit, man, I feel like we both are a lot of things. So, um, I'm originally an actress. I've been acting since I was 9 years old. Started in theater. Um, did modeling when I was younger and eventually started in um, getting more interested in TV and film work. Um, Since then, I've been training, training, doing a lot of fun stuff. Like I've had uh, local TV shows, uh, local radio shows here on Maui and also did a lot of live television here on Maui. So yeah, that basically sums me up. Um, Just recently this past year, I've gotten some great bookings and um gotten some bigger roles in some films and yeah so now we're just here uh, going over some really fun topics and
1: having fun with you guys yeah yeah and that's right, and that's, that's how i kind of yeah. like roll into the knowing of the sarah parts is that that end part of the bio she kind of did my end part of my bio too so i only have to tell you about the beginning of me uh so those of you know me and those who don't uh, kavika hoke uh Bane of everyone's existence, production coordinator, uh, all-around fix-it guy, uh, has been, should be, and once was. And then, yeah, ended up uh, more active on set in these last couple years and ran into Miss Sarah. And uh, we found each other, as friends do, and then realized, hey, I've got nothing to do. ...for my evenings on the weekends, because I'm a parent, but I need content. Hmm. And then we found you, our listeners, our happy little rabbits. So thank you for joining us uh, today for what could be one of many more, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. I don't know if she could even, like... I don't even know what her face looks like right now, because she's on the other side of the Pacific via a phone. So I don't know if she's rolling her eyes at me, or that's just buffering. Um but we shall see no, it's buffering, B- buffering, 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 uh, <laughs> but oh, back to reality. Right? So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, I have to say that like, we're, we're, I mean, we could cover just about anything on this show. We all know what's been going on in the world, folks. You know, the pandemic is endemic. The end times is not, uh, we're not going to get too crazy into the, uh, Covid? Can we say covid? I head. don't know. The like the second that you say covid, the algorithm's gonna get you though. So I mean, I don't know. That's like saying Macbeth <laughs> in a theater or something. Should I have said that on? A, don't and say covid on a podcast. Say, right?
0: Covid,
1: covid, covid. Hey, but if you say <laughs> wrong things about your covid, Neil Young will come for you in your sleep and deplatform himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, that.
1: Poor Neil Young. Hey man, my Spotify playlist is all weird now. You know what? You know I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up. I mean, everybody else is gonna bring oh, it up this week. Yes, like, I mean, did you hear about like the Joe Rogan thing?
0: I did. So at first it was he. There was some. um... He said some stuff about vaccinations that people did not agree with, right? And then it turned into him saying racist things. Yeah. Right? Well, he's kind
1: of he's got a clip show of racist things, and there's plenty of other shows. Uh, on on YouTube and whatnot, and there's even some Twitter accounts that have been doing a, a great replay of all the fantastic ways that he can say colorful phrases about colorful people. Uh, so, uh, yeah, decide what you will about him there. But, uh, yeah, the bigger discrepancy with him has been that he's, uh, he's kind of opened the door to uh, people with uh, ridiculous points of view or... Mm, I shouldn't say ridiculous points of view. I mean, that's my personal opinion, but I will have to say they have cherry picked the data. Uh, and, uh, I actually got like half of my podcasts this week got disrupted from this whole debacle because everybody was like, you know what? We have to talk about this. And just because of that, like it's changed the whole opening of this show. And now we have to, you know, it's like, it's like that Encanto song. We don't talk about Bruno. It's, you don't talk about Rogan.
0: You know, or you just you don't talk, talk about, about COVID. Bruno, I don't so know. You got to talk about him too.
1: Yeah, no, it's all the things. Yeah, so I just, um, there's some really great scientific you podcasts know, I, that cover covered it.
0: I understand why people are upset, but I do love that he's bringing on so many controversial things and talking about controversial. I mean, I, that's what makes it, you know, and I think everybody needs to hear everybody's like perspective on different topics, even if it is ridiculous to us. Um, Yes, but I think it has to be presented in such
1: a way that, like, I'm okay with trotting out a tinfoil hat every once in a while or someone who misrepresents the data or happens to be fudging something for their own agenda every once in a while because everybody's got to be able to see people for their opportunity to speak their own mind. But at the same time, we should also be warily putting an asterisk next to that person's name and just letting people know that, like, hey... He's not very reputable in most circles, and you really need to reconsider. You know, here's all the other data. You know, like I mean, to that degree, I feel if some people feel that
0: that. Is that what the issue is, he's not providing. Like he's just letting anybody basically say whatever they want, and people are taking that as actual fact. Is well, that what
1: the uproar is? About? I think what more of the uproar is is that now that he's bankrolled by Spotify his show's never really been held to an accountability. So, like, he doesn't do fact-checking. You know, you have to remember that he's, like, shock jock era, like, AM radio type of guy, you know? So it's not I mean, he's used to, like, doing a show for, like, six hours straight on the air, and who cares about a uh, a fact check. We're we're trying to get through the three o'clock rush hour and and give you the news and give well, away I'm concert exactly tickets to, to babble on it at Rome.
0: Doesn't even matter what it is.
1: Yeah. So like, I I just think that like. So I think in, in one aspect, well, where I will play devil's advocate for him is that he's he's kind of he I don't think him or his team or the powers that be, even at Spotify that bought him, realized the. Can of snakes that they got themselves because they did, I I don't think they like realized that there was no accountability system inside of his own show, and so it's like mm-hmm. this is a guy who's kind of gone unchecked because not many people realize how deregulated the FCC is. So it's not like the FCC would have come after him for all these years. You know that, that right. the FCC yeah. is not some boogeyman hiding around the corner anymore. Like long gone are those years. I mean, like the I last
0: research beforehand then right yes and realize, like, hey,
1: this yeah the, guy i mean aren't
0: actually
1: as executive mind, producers just, the onus is on, on them I on Spotify. yeah no, no.
0: Joe
1: rogan. yeah no i got i gotta give it to you there like i can't can't blame joe rogan for the fact that somebody somebody's on a contract with him no very well the crazy he was going to bring them very well yes you know very who punched it
0: exactly. they should have on their research
1: then before you punch your dance card figure that shit out Yep. yeah
0: Yep, Spotify did you see those memes with like Millie Vanilli or whatever like oh, we're gonna pull our stuff from other people music. I <laughs> died if, those- it w- if
1: it was Millie Vanilli I would've I would've sided with Joe Rogan on day one but you know what you know what Neil Young and Joni Mitchell walked away so like That's, like, if I'm feeling emo on a Monday, there goes half of my playlist. And, I mean, I'm not, like, the biggest Neil (laughs) Young fan, but, like, there are a few standout songs for being a child of the 80s and the 90s that, like, Neil Young kind of fits into. And so there's kind of a couple Uh that have, like, snuck onto my playlist over the years as I become older. And I will have to say, the second he was gone, the void in my playlist caused me to get rid of certain playlists because of his influence on them that missing void left me with like weird b-side tracks from bands that i have not cared to listen to since i was like yeah yeah so i i you know what i will take neil young's side because it's you know what i already miss neil enough the the algorithm is fighting hard for me and it can't provide right now I really haven't listened to a lot of music outside of my safe playlists because of it. Like, there aren't a lot of women that compared to Joni Mitchell. So, like, to really, like, that's a lot of, like, data that Spotify knows about me, you know? About those artists uh-huh. that influence the other songs that I listen to or the genres that I try, you know? So, it's, like, it's, it's weird, but...
0: It's weird. Uh, do, I mean, do you,
1: did you ever really have an opinion uh, about Joe Rogan before any of this, though?
0: You know, I have. I've seen stuff on, like, YouTube, you know? I think when I was really into my, like, uh, holistic health kick, um, he had some people that did, like, a lot of alternative medicine. Ah. Uh, he I thought, was, like...
1: Ah, uh, you, you got so him in his, I'm... like, Dr. Oz face. So just after his... His, uh... His here, eat these chicken gizzards on primetime television phase. So just after he got to the bad reality show host, but like right before MMA.
0: Uh-huh. I think so. I'm not sure. It was on YouTube, and I think I, I, just, I just, I found him randomly. I'd never heard him before. And then actually after, like maybe a year later, I started hearing about him more and more and realized just how popular he was, but. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it and I I like the show. He's a phenomenal interviewer. Like he's he I
1: will I will say that people. I will he I will agree his, there. He flows, you
0: know.
1: Yeah, no, he does. He has a really good flow to him. I can see why why everybody from like the you know Intelligente all the way down to like the working type of guy that just uh, would listen to him. Like, and he has a wide selection.
0: So. so very laid back relatable type yeah. of person yeah he he's, like, he's like he's like one stoner
1: step below like parts unknown you know so it's like it's it's mm-hmm. just it's that guy that you get lost with at a cannabis fair and he's like yeah we'll make friends with everybody he's that he's that random surfer dude that slept on everybody's couch
0: You nailed it
1: exactly. He's that guy in the quad that like you're like what who does he hang out with is he a skater guy or is he an emo punk nope he's just he's all the crowds. You don't
0: know. He can fit into any group. Exactly,
1: exactly, and then and that's the funny thing is like you know if you especially if you look at Joe Rogan over the years from like scrawny NBC primetime reality junkie TV show host to like yoked post MMA Joe Rogan it's like. Those are like five different guys in between. So I will say that he's lived a very, like
0: exactly. He's done a wide variety.
1: I think that he's smart enough to know to a degree through all the things that he's touched and understood from a making television level to a making radio level and, you know, having to produce his own content. So I think a part of him knows very well what he's doing by having these types of people, but I just don't, i don't
0: think absolutely that he's a marketing for sure he wants yeah. people to be controversial i mean what do they say any publicity is good publicity who's talking about him we're all talking about him so it doesn't really matter if he kind of messed up a little bit uh he's still getting talked about and isn't that the end goal for a performer
1: yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. well enough about the current king mm-hmm. of controversy you know what I I would love to talk about the Queen of Good News for just a moment here. Um, I, yeah, so, like, she has been, I have to say, I don't care what anybody says about the woman. Also, all you COVID conspiracy theorists, whatever, I don't care. The woman who saved this country from peril, Dolly Parton, continues to be...
0: Dolly Parton, people. Dolly Parton. Dolly right. Yeah,
1: no, she continues to be uh, an amazing facet of uh, current American yeah. history. You know, so after her long stint of throwing millions at uh, uh you know vaccine production and research, you know, thank you there. But now like she's raising didn't the bar. Did she
0: did really?
1: You didn't know that? Did yeah, yeah. so like so here that's no. like yeah, so that's one of the first things I, like, try to throw at people when they pull the whole, like, COVID's a conspiracy created by the government. I'm like, no, the COVID vaccine was created by a bunch of geriatric uh, Turkish-German people who were bankrolled by Pfizer and Dolly Parton, you know? So it's, like, it's, it's so, like, hasty.
0: Why Pfizer?
1: Well, so she dropped, like, $11 million down on, like, hey, I'd love to help save the world. And she just, like, threw it at them. She gave them an r and like an R&D loan for vaccine development and production. And that, that core, that core research is why we have the vaccine as fast as we have it.
0: Exactly. So like
1: anytime you get like somebody who wants to like, you just want to rip your remaining hair out because they're like, they believe in weird tinfoil hat things. And you go, you know what? It can't be evil if Dolly Parton's about it, and that's how I, I, know, I disarm if them.
0: Dolly heart it; it must have good energy. Exactly, right?
1: it must. exactly. It must. Like she know what it'd be she like. Can't do no wrong. Exactly, and that she continues really to do no like, wrong. A little bit more. Yeah, no. I've decided that because of this next thing that she did, that like. I'm going to send all of my future children to go work at Dollywood because that's like...
0: Okay, that, so
1: she just announced this last week that all Dollywood employees will get free tuition. For anything. Dolly. That So like for you anything. could be anywhere in the company and she, tuition and books are covered. And I'm sure to a reasonable oh. degree, you can't exploit the system, yada, yada, yada. But essentially... She's making it to where like student loans don't have to be a problem because Dolly Dolly got you, baby. Oh, Dolly got
0: everybody Dolly I, got I this mean, whole damn world with her research money. Go Dolly. Yeah. Oh.
1: So I, I mean, so I I would even consider going back to a nine to five job if that meant I get to go to college again, but for free.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So and so
0: that one.
1: I think that's absolutely legit. A yeah, um, and then another thing, because I'm just gonna give her the shout out because this is something really cool. That like, if there are any parents out there that are listening? Like, and this is like one of the big things that put Dolly on my radar. Is I didn't know that she did this until after the whole COVID bailout thing that she did I didn't for. Know, for... Dolly. So then I started like looking into more of the cool stuff that she does, and so. What I found was that there's this, uh, if you have kids under five, you can get free books for them until they're five years old. She has this really cool nonprofit called the Imagination Library, and you can check it out at imaginationlibrary.com, and you sign your kid up, sign your grandkid up, sign your friend's kid up. Either way, as long as they're under five years old, the day that they're born, you can sign them up, and they get a free book every month until the day they turn five. And then I guess after that, they got to go to
0: the public library. (laughs) Now, you giving free books too, uh, Yeah. Wow. So, wait, what's the website again? Imagination, ImaginationLibrary.com?
1: ImaginationLibrary.com,
2: yes.
0: Hey, there you go, guys. Check that out. If you have children under five for a free book every month, how cool is that? That's pretty badass. we got for some
1: current? So, Vika? Uh, so, um... Starbucks is uh, is kind of uh, in a funky place right now. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm not much of a Starbucks yeah. person. Um, I don't like burned beans. I mean, they they just everything's heated to the same temperature. Not many people know that. Like Uh-oh. coffee comes Burn. in varying degrees. But it, I can I can, can get on gone. my coffee high oh. horse all day, but apparently, like coffee. Well, baristas are trying to unionize now, and Starbucks doesn't like it and i mean oh, i of they... i'm pro union but i'm only like pro good union and i'm guessing like everything going forth right now what these people are trying to do but but what, what are they what are what
0: are they asking for what, what, what are well they... i mean see
1: and that's the interesting thing is because like um i mean starbucks does give a lot of amazing perks so i mean i would really have to like understand it more from the starbucks employee point of view like that that would have to be like yeah. a lot more harder <laughs> research to understand that
0: is, is, is um, Starbucks something that should not be? Are they, you know, uh, not paying them well? Are they not,
1: yeah, like why? Yeah, why no, use, you know, and I, I, quite frankly, the way that I'm feeling it, it's it's a district to district problem because there's some areas where the whole chain of command, it's just, it's peachy and everybody gets what they want. But I think what we're running into mm-hmm. is that there are, there are certain areas and districts of the Starbucks game that are just not as well attended to because they don't have as good of a management staff in those divisions so there's a lot of plight and issues and they with the workers
0: want some consistency there they yeah. want some consistency across the
1: board yeah so i think that that's where like the unionizing effort is going towards is just to pick up that slack yeah. but at the same time it's not uh-huh. really helping starbucks too much when they're firing employees with loose excuses by saying that you know their efforts to hold union activities on off hours which again that's something that they probably shouldn't have been doing i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna try to hold like a meeting for the resistance don't like hold it on your boss's front porch you know like go go meet at like the Uh, local bar or something or you know go go take some business elsewhere you know but at this so like in one aspect like hey you're getting fired for having an ex parte meeting and off business hours in our business but at the same time it's like it's kind of a shady way to get rid of the competition. God only knows that when eventually those unions get established, those people will probably be back and waiting to sign a deal for like some settlement money for their time lost or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah. but not about Starbucks, man. I don't know. They, they just kind of at me sometimes, but so like weird thing though, uh, moving along. um, how much do you know about Bitcoin, Sarah? Are you are you big into Dude, NFTs, Bitcoin?
0: I no, I, I've tried. I've tried to understand Bitcoin many times because, like the past couple of years, everybody's obviously talking about it. I seriously do not understand how it works. Is it legit? Is it a scam? Is it? Accurate? money? Is it in your pocket? Is it in another country?
1: Like what the hell is going on with this Bitcoin? Well, first of all, Sarah, it's in the cloud. No, um, <laughs> um, the cloud. no, no, it's legit. It's, That's it's just,
0: my videos and pictures. I don't want anyone to see. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, well, I mean, to give you the, the, the long and short of it, Bitcoin is legitimate to a degree. Um, yeah.
0: It was free. See, that's why everyone always kind of says, "Yeah, I mean." It's well,
1: convenient. see, the thing is, is it's a it, it's it's a way to introduce new currencies, and the problem is, is you you then have to find a way to put a value in the currency. So, and the currency really only has value once it's it's exchanged from that currency
0: into so, your currency. yeah.
1: So, unless okay. you see it in a currency that you know how to use, it's not tangible to you but there are some people that will just trade a bit wallet straight for value so i mean there are enough atm machines now on the mainland where people can like put their bit wallet in they'll have to go to some fancy schmancy atm though but then they can actually it's like
0: at, you cash it in for real money like it's like going to like the currency exchange and exchanging your bitcoin for yes American dollars. yes how it
1: works yes yes it, but instead you, it's okay. really just an ATM. Like in a lot of the places on the mainland, it's an ATM. I mean anywhere else you, you kind of have to like do a, a hard exchange with someone and, and then exchange tokens and then write a check or something. But there, there are places throughout the contiguous United States that you can take your bit wallet to or place an order to pick up from an ATM.
0: So why would you want it? It's it, it's valued. It, right now it's valued less than the American dollar, and it will. Be no, more well, than the million, uh, well I mean,
1: it depends I mean, on what coin you have. I mean, Bitcoin itself is worth thousands. You know, so I mean that that can go yeah. up at any minute.
0: Um, so why would you buy it? If you need to just convert it, if it's the same amount, like if, like, let's say I, I spent a thousand dollars to get a Bitcoin and then I cash it in. How much money am I actually getting after I cash it in?
1: Well, I mean, a thousand dollars won't get you like a whole Bitcoin. Like, cause a Bitcoin is worth more than a few thousand dollars. <laughs>
0: So okay, so well, however much a bitcoin costs, if I cash out that Bitcoin Yeah, you can't day I trade can that. It,
1: yeah, you can't it, really there's no one. there's no day trading value in that. That's stuff that you have to sit on. Those are things that like you you, you, you want to mature. They I mean a lot of coins we're kind of like made stock. to be an index. You're
0: investing
1: exactly, and then, well, you know what? And that brings uh-huh. up a really good point because you know what? I've actually been wanting to talk about this for a while. Is a lot of, I've I've noticed quite a few friends on Instagram and on Facebook getting uh, hacked by people, and then offering them like weird day we trade scams. I know exactly
0: who you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: actually, yeah. So uh, that happens. So one, we have a mutual friend there, and then I actually have. Uh, an old friend from high school that bugged me on on Instagram, but then I found out like her account had been hacked after she did the deal with them, and then another person I knew uh, shortly after that. But yeah, so like, um, Bitcoin. Oh,
0: it's legit, but people are using it in not legit
1: type of way. Yeah, well, those people so aren't gonna- even doing Bitcoin. Okay. So, so, what those, so what those scams are purporting is that you can give them like $100 and they'll turn it into 1000 Or if you give them $10,000, they'll turn it into 90000 right? And they'll do it through all these magical day trading maneuvers. And in just hours, they'll cross a few date lines and magically give you a mountain of gold. That's not possible. Um I mean re- realistically if you were to day trade just for like currency conversion you'd have to be dealing in millions of dollars just to try to make like tens and thousands of dollars it, it really just uh, yeah. yeah that's a that's a rich anyway, man's game funny, yeah so
0: it's not even feasible for these people to even be playing
1: that game Exactly so awesome. you'd, you'd have to be playing with with mm. with heavier numbers and stuff well beyond your access The kind of things that, you know, only like seasoned traders are going to be able to access and portfolios they can play in because Mm -hmm. they they have, you know, they bonded accounts and their money is going to come from real place. So, you know, it's it's yeah, it's 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 not this cowboy game that you can magically strike oil in a day. So kids out there in the uh, interwebs, if someone tells you they can make you some Bitcoin money overnight, that's not how that works. Uh, go find yourself something stupid and safe like Dogecoin and, uh, yeah, just collect that like school bond checks.
0: Uh- <laughs> Interesting. So you, don't, so you wouldn't do Bitcoin? Uh,
1: no, I, do I would it. if I had real Bitcoin money. I'm not rich enough for Bitcoin. Like, I mean, talk to me after I'm okay. worth well, like I'm a quarter.
0: You play the Bitcoin game. You got to be
1: rich to get richer, kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of where I feel it is right now. Like if I would have gotten Bitcoin like ten years ago, hell yeah, that would have been a smart move. But like, not everybody's gonna <laughs> get. Yeah. yeah, this huh. is this is no different than like our parents going. I should have bought Google stock. You know, this is it's the same thing.
0: Right. You
1: know, so right. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's I go, went to school uh, with a kid who who bought stuff so. like that.
0: It's all making
1: sense now it's all making sense yep 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 so I mean yeah if you got some money to spend on it and you want to make some that that's cool learn how to get your toes you know wet in the water of, of coin go on that journey <laughs> it's a fun and interesting place um I still don't understand the need for nfts though but yeah I have at it um realistically I'm still at the uh like hard assets phase of my life I'd like to produce products and uh, Contents and services for, uh, boatloads of money that way instead. So, uh, why, why, why play the market when we could be pirates? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. And spe- and speaking of pirates, you know what? Uh, I, I, I would like to give a, uh, you know, a shout out to, uh, a pirate of a political nature this week. Uh, Mitch, if you're out there, Mitchie, uh, I, uh, I, I never really thought I'd agree with Mitch McConnell in my life. Well, you know what? Actually, before we go into this next segment, let me preface this with this. Everyone out there listening, I love politics. I watch politics. I eat it up. Um, personally, I, I consider myself more of a middle-of-the-road guy. I've, I've gone Democrat and Republican back and forth many years. I very much believe in voting for who, 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 what your community needs, Versus the party line, just because I like I grew up in hometown politics, and uh, and then Sarah here is uh, is kind of a a blank slate for politics.
0: You eat it up, I throw it up. You I don't understand it. I it goes right over my head. So it's actually good that you know so much because I do want to like be up to date on current events and actually understand it because. A lot of people talk about it, and I pretend like I know what they're talking about, um, but I don't. So this is this is good. What, All right. The well, then you
1: know what? The well, politics? then I will help you and anybody else out there listening. Uh, you know, I'll help you chew the things so that way you don't want to throw them back up. I mean, you know, so that way you can occasionally okay. put politics on your daily plate of news and then go, oh, I saw that all right, cool, moving on to better stuff, you know? But, like, I, I totally get how, like, in the past decade, especially with the growth of social media and, like, just just the just –
0: I think it's just there's so many opposing opinions, so it's really hard to, like, figure out. Like, to me, I'm like, it seems like everyone's lying. So it's, like, it's politics just, like, which lie do I want to – believe yeah I, the other you way? know so sometimes I, just, I, guess. I guess
1: yeah i i think that there are those that have kind of spoiled the sport in that sense of politics mm-hmm. and and they kind of lead this smoke screen of if i'm lying everybody else is lying and it's like no it's just you dude um there's uh, <laughs> there's kind of like a who's who of people along the way if you really start paying attention to your politicians that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, most of okay. what he says makes sense. And then there are other people like, uh, you know, Marjorie Green Taylor, who's just batshit crazy and repeats anything that she sees on 4chan is true. Um, you know, then there's those. So, I mean, it is kind of hard to swallow that, like, some places in our country that we would be able to be smart enough to, like, vote for doctors and and lawyers and judges to be our, like, assemblywomen and congressmen and stuff. But then in other necks of the woods, we've kind of debased ourselves to just, you know, voting for whoever wants to kill, you know, the flavor of the weak minority. So it's it's kind of, yeah. you know, it's, it, it, it's a hard... Poly, American politics is a hard pill to swallow. Especially since we're, it's not as entertaining. <laughs> It's not you as entertaining like, as British politics.
0: You have to be full into politics to understand politics and constantly following what's happening. Or yes. Else,
1: like, cause at cool. least if like, yeah. at least for the sake of like, uh, you know, British citizens, for those people out there that don't like politics, they still watch it because those guys throw shoes in parliament, you know? Whereas like the most yeah. that we ever get out, like, I mean, outside of like the insanity of January 6th, like there's, Nothing, you know, there there's nothing saucy or interesting about American politics. It's boring, it's dry, it's a lot of name calling and uh-huh. unnecessary meetings for meetings. So like the American public
0: is what? bored with it. I'm so immature. Grown men calling each other names. Well, and then it's that.
1: also a lot of like the misogyny across the line, too. Cause then you also have this Dude, this yes. whole air of men in politics that just like it, they, they don't even want to discuss real politics with women. They just, like, defer by using all of, like, the boogeyman features that they use about, like, female lib, you know, representatives to just, like, make their, you know, their voters' skin crawl. So then they don't even think about the person. And then they dehumanize the other politicians. And then they don't want to listen to them. And mm-hmm. then they devalue what they say. And mm-hmm. so nobody ends up listening to anyone. But... Uh, oh, but, but we'll hold each other's hands and we will navigate through as best we can. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do, do lead the way. Do lead, <laughs> do the, way, lead the way.
1: Okay, so we're going to start with Mitch McConnell. And now, normally I go, Mitch McConnell, okay. bad. But this time. Is he Miss- a
0: Republican or is he. Dead?
1: He is a Republican. In these days, the Republicans are kind of a thorn in the side of the American people. I mean, I will say I have some qualms with Democrats. They are kind of leading their way towards oligarchic rule lately. But uh, Republicans are kind of team evil right now. And uh, it needs to be recognized. And it's actually recognized enough to where Mitch here is actually, like, putting a lime in the sand, which is crazy. So, like... Um, the January 6th insurrection event. So
0: he's even like, man, we're so bad. We got to stop being so bad. Even yes.
1: Yes. You know? And normally he's like the first one to make you eat shit. Like everybody goes, send him yeah. to Mitch. He'll make them eat shit. And normally he does. And he sticks his little turtle head out the door in front of the press and it goes, eat shit. And everybody eats shit because Mitch McConnell he said to. A
0: put-
1: he is. He's a little turtle. You know, and so normally, like, normally I don't even, like, turn on the TV to Mitch because Mitch is usually just saying some, like, doom and gloom or he's just pointing blame at the Democrats, but I think that, like, I think, like, the ghost of John McCain must be haunting him in his sleep or something because, like, he's actually, like, towing a party line towards uh, recognizing that the January 6th event was, like, you know, on the verge of being considered a terrorist attack, which... I absolutely think it was. By all considerations, it consideration.
0: absolutely was, wasn't it? How is it not? I don't absolutely. How, like, like a like, area.
1: What? Talk about the evidence, and then the crazier part is like all the people who were there that are like it was peaceful, and it's like you guys were on like all these weird alt right social media platforms playing video from your phones, and then that's the crazier part is like the court, the courts have. Evidence from so many of these people's phones and seeing them right there, and then like they inter like oh my god, they interviewed one guy who's like, yeah, I tried to help a lady from a cop, and then you cut to the actual video of what happened, and like the cop's not doing anything too terrible to the lady, but then the guy who's saying like, oh yeah, I was helping defend this poor defenseless woman, he's like trying to beat the cop to death, and the whole crowd's like m- m- railing on the cop, and all these people are, like, yeah, the cop was oh. being brutal, and it's like. 20 people nearly shredded a man to
0: pieces. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. So
1: like, I, I don't, you know, I mean, if people want to form their own opinion on this and say that I'm off my rocker, so be it. But like, I mean, these people's own video from their own phones, from their own trusted platforms that they spew their hate speech on, like that told the story. Like, I, I, I mean, that's exactly where I went on the day. Like, I didn't worry about the news. The news wasn't going to have that data fast enough. Like, all the hacktivists yeah, I mean, those, were...
0: All, the people that were actually there at the... time ...looking at, like, live videos and mm-hmm.
1: shit. So, like, all the people on YouTube mm. were already dumping all that data from all of those other places. And I watched... I mean, I must have watched at least, like, three hours... Of the insurrection, like live in the moment while it was happening, I was just like weirded out. But, like, what's crazy through all of this is that the Republican Party has been like trying to keep on this agenda that, like, there wasn't anything too terribly bad about this day and that it was a peaceful protest and that nobody got exactly do you know how many, do in, do you know how many capital die. police officers people, like Look, no. there are capital police officers that have committed suicide because of that day like that's how heavy wow, this, this really? event was. yeah so i mean we're, yeah, sir, it was trauma wasn't
0: there people like hiding in their like offices and stuff like thinking they were gonna die like, oh yeah Jesus, we're,
1: we're talking no, about no, like it's
0: crazy. it's some of
1: these some of these pages it wasn't even like their first week And it's, and they're like hiding in a bunker, like, and, and what's even crazier is that to show from the data that they pulled from the phones, from the people that were arrested at the Capitol and all like the ping data on the private network, because not many people know this, but the second that you go inside the Capitol, you're on a private cell network. Everything is actually checked through the NSA before it goes out to your cell service tower. So everybody who broke in that day was willingly an accomplice to having their phones tapped because you have entered wow. federal communication space.
0: Really? Yes.
1: So all these people who want to lie on television or misrepresent themselves, like it doesn't matter. Their phones were tapped the second that they walked in there and they accessed the network or their phones pinged on the tower and they are subject to search and seizure of all of that data. So if they want to start a coup, yeah. that's all on them. And so then the bigger part to take away from that is, like, all this data shows that they're in places that they shouldn't know how to get there. Which then leads the scarier question of how many people that worked within the Capitol led tours, made maps, gave away data to make that day successful? And to what degree... Is our government unsafe now because of how many moles exist within the infrastructure? Like, that's the craziest part about the Republican Party is that Donald Trump spent four years screaming, it's a conspiracy, the deep state's out to get you. But the whole time he was creating a deep state. Like that's, that's, all, that's all that tells me. Is that like he, where he's all wow. like, look, at he's just given this whole prophecy a doom of what happens if you let the liberals be in charge. But in actuality, like. The real manipulations coming from the guys that that's in office, you know, and I think that was like the biggest misdirect of his presidency is that he convinced everybody that all of the good things that they had then were good because he was president. And that all the bad things that we have now is because Joe Biden is president, never mind the fact that, like, the only reason why those four years were good was because that was the economy that Obama left him. And the reason why that we're in the dump now is because that's the economy he left Biden. And, you know, and I feel that that's another thing that your average American doesn't understand who inherits what. So what things that you can actually hold a president accountable for. You know, so it's just like first hundred days of a presidency. Who's really uh, affecting the economy? The president from the last four years, not the guy that just
0: entered office. Uh, Whatever the last president did or trying to leg up on whatever the last president did. So Hmm. this is interesting.
1: Yeah. Very interesting. So so Mitch McConnell has broken line with, with the Republican Party. And he's actually calling the insurrection an insurrection. He's calling a duck a duck, which is interesting because, like, I didn't really see him and Liz Cheney teaming up anytime soon, even though they're technically in the same party. It's just never seemed like that they would ever, like, have each other's back these days. Um, So, Mm -hmm. like, I'm hoping that this is a sign that the Republican Party grows past Trump. But at the same time, I'm kind of afraid of, like, like I mean, from a non politics perspective, do you think he could get reelected? Uh, no. You don't think so? Who?
0: Uh, Biden? Trump. Or oh, Trump. Oh, Trump? I, I, I almost, I don't, I, I think he could, actually.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think that same.
0: That would back him up. And like what you just said, everyone thinks that Biden is the one that's messing everything up, but he's actually cleaning up what yeah. the Trump made.
1: Exactly.
0: I so yeah, mean, it looks completely different from an outsider, but when you really look into it, it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, it's it's lagging, you know? It, it lags the president. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Mhm. it did it, wasn't there something now obviously I'm not in politics but I did hear weren't they going to make it so he couldn't get reelected? Like wasn't there talk about something where he couldn't get reelected?
1: Well, so here's the thing. Or they were so, fight? so if they managed to actually convict him on something hard for the insurrection or if they could have actually gone past impeaching him and actually holding him accountable, they could have stopped him from becoming president. But as it currently sits, He has not been convicted of anything yet that the law has considered worthy of such statutes. So, he's in the clear to run for president again.
0: Oh, God. Exactly.
1: And then, and here's the thing. If they don't finish filing these charges before he runs, they can't. And if he makes it, they can't. He could get away with, like, it's it's just like when Bush got away with war crimes. It's like, just walk away, do-do-do-do-do, retire. And never held accountable again.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, it's just like when Nixon just, like, went, you know what? I, you know what? I don't want to get in peace. I quit. And then Nixon just walked out. And then nobody thinks about that little piece of history when Nixon just, like, Watergate? Oh, shit. All right, deuces. I'm gone. And then, like, we didn't really have... A fanfare or anything just people talk shit about him in the press for about six weeks and then he disappeared and we all just started making fun of lenny b johnson because he was a dopey ass presidential replacement you know so like history has its way of fumbling things in favor of the idiots who want to rule the world and oh, on that boy. note we should oh, take God. a break <laughs> i think that's a clean spot right there Throw away from my sponsors. Moving forward.
2: Every day, you make decisions that affect you and the people you care about. So do your elected officials. That's why elections are so important, because you are picking the leaders who will make choices that directly impact you and your community. Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased election information, whether you're registering to vote or learning more about your local candidates. Your vote is your megaphone. Use it to pick the leaders you trust. Get online, get the facts and make your voice heard on Election Day.
0: Moving forward.
1: Okay, we are back. From break for those of you that weren't lucky enough to have a uh some kind of subscription service that gets rid of ads sucks to be you uh for the rest of us we're back and uh so uh this this is the portion where we we talk about all those silly consumerist things and pop culture lovable items in our lives that we love that we use to escape from reality because god only knows if you don't obsess over something just a little bit you might lose your mind in this world so, very true. So very since very I talk true. way too damn much, Sarah, Sarah, could you start? What, what are you watching these days, Sarah? Oh, let me tell
0: you what I've been watching these
1: days. Have you watched You on Netflix yet? You know, um, I kind of went through a Netflix dry phase. Everybody else in my house has like something to watch on Netflix, but not so much me lately. Um, I, I have been kind of revisiting it, but I haven't watched You yet. Please, please go on.
0: Oh, man, You is such a creepy, disturbing show. So it's basically about, like, this crazy serial killer that, like, rationalizes his obsession with women. And, like, he dates women, he falls in love with them, and then he eventually just kills them. And I'm not giving away, like, the big plot. Like, it's part of, like, even, I think, the first episode, you realize, you know, he's a serial killer. But the way, oh, it's so creepy. I think for girls, too, specifically, like, it's like he dives into this guy's mind and the way he, like, thinks about the women and, like, it's almost like he thinks that he's, like, a hero. And he's protecting them while he's, like, being super controlling and abusing them. Oh, it's so crazy! But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been. I've been upset with that show lately. It's so well written. The acting is so good. Um,
1: it's a good one. Interesting. Interesting. All right, I'll I'll have to check into that. That's the kind of, hmm. It it kind of fits into the a lot of the stuff that I watch. I, think I mean
0: I think it might be steered more towards women. Huh? I think it might be steered more towards women. I wonder if your
1: wife has seen it. Hmm. See, there we go. Then we'll check. We'll check there. I mean, I don't know. Like, I do. You, do you think it like plays itself more off to like the Lifetime crowd or the NBC crowd?
0: I think more of the Lifetime crowd, you Okay, know? see, we, yeah, like, so if was about, it was more like... I'm to towards women, but, like, it's always about women being abused. Like, why would, I don't understand why I would want to watch it, but it's so, like, entertaining.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, see, I, I'm more of a procedural, <laughs> like, drama type of thriller person, so I'm more like Law & Order SVU, so, like...
0: Ah, more like the detective kind of like murders and stuff, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, that gumshoe type of stuff. I like yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I could watch I could watch Marishka Hargitay and Ice Tea all day.
0: What about Dexter? Do you remember Dexter?
1: I wasn't that big of a Dexter kind of fan. Like, oh, you
0: finally kind of got like both of the worlds in Dexter because like, you know, the girl was like the cop, but then you had like the serial killer mind, you know, that you're driving yeah, into. So it's kind but, of like a little bit of Both styles. I I think, I think I just never
1: got into Dexter because I'm not, I don't like that whole like, celebrate the villain thing. Like, I I love a good villain. I'll say that. I love a good villain. But I think the American era of root for the bad guy has kind of taken like a weird psychological turn in character creation. So it's like, I'd like to some degree, like, I understand why a character like Dexter exists, because if it weren't for things like Boondock Saints, we wouldn't have Dexter. But in that same aspect, when you look mm-hmm. at, like, Boondock Saints, like, you're you're rooting for terrible people doing terrible things, but they do it in the name of what's okay. good, you know? So I think that's where, like, I just never really had the stomach for the type of character that Dexter is, because I never saw myself to be a Dexter. Whereas I feel like a lot of the people that, know- like... Celebrate Dexter.
0: That that is true. It is totally glorifying the villain. And, like, you do. The story rationalizes his feelings and why he does the things that he does. So, you almost have a weird empathy, you know, and a weird, like, connection because you're, like, seeing him so human. Yeah. And it's really messed up when you, like, that. Yeah.
1: Which is is weird because, like
0: and stuff for like watching like
1: really disgusting things happen to other women. But for some reason we want to watch it. Like that's so messed up. Yeah, no, I 100%. But I mean, in that same aspect though, like I could watch Sopranos, not a problem because I could watch Tony Soprano and go, Oh, you're a piece of shit, but you have redeemable moments. Oh, but you're a piece of shit. And so that that's where I, really it's just like, you're watching this terrible mirror of yourself Whereas like Dexter is a is, is it's, it's a it's a it's a horror porn fantasy for people who wish that they could make change and then can't, so they'll sit in this little headcanon universe of I'm just gonna do all the bad things to all the people who do bad in this world, and that's what Dexter is, and that's okay that he exists, but he's just not my cup of tea. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: But what else have you been watching?
0: Have you have been watching?
1: Oh, what I've been watching? Oh, oh. 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 Well, yeah. I'll let you finish. And then, and then I'll go. Okay. Um,
0: I've been also watching White Lotus. That was filmed in Hawaii here on Maui. Oh, at, yes. Was it the Four Seasons, I
1: That was at the Four Seasons. And uh, it even fourth? has regular walk-on appearances from a certain uh, assistant director we know. Really? Have you so seen a- a appearance? Have, have you seen all the Brad scenes? <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I've seen him. I saw Patty. Oh yeah, I saw Harry. Uh-huh. Like, I specifically was looking in the background on a lot of like the you know bigger like the dinner scenes and stuff to see like everybody. You know, yeah, like, the who's who <laughs> of yes, all of so all awesome. of our
1: friends of the background scene. Yes, it you know it really showed you like how how well Maui survi- like survived COVID. And we had just enough ensemble people to make a whole TV show happen for HBO. And they had
0: to quarantine there for like a month. Yeah, yeah, I that's that what Brad said. They had like, to live there. I have a kid that can't be quarantined for a month in a hotel.
1: Yeah, and not a bad gig. Not a bad gig at all.
0: Not a bad Yeah, not a bad gig if you could swing it. Yeah. yeah, So a lot of people here on Maui that we know were on that show. So obviously I had to watch it. And it was done so good. Like, it literally, like, is watching the tourists. Like, they're just very privileged, entitled, like, (laughs) people with money acting ridiculous. And it was so entertaining and awesome.
1: Did you watch it? Uh, I've watched a couple episodes. I haven't finished it yet. You know, surprisingly, that, like, that wasn't, like, the number one ranking thing on HBO for me to watch as things came out on HBO. Like, I'm a documentaries (laughs) first and foremost guy. So, uh... I love that. Yeah. So, I I, I really... I haven't... I have not finished uh, White Lotus yet. I did, however... uh, I just finished Book of Boba Fett. Um, that's, that was, like, my biggest, like, I can keep on time with a TV show. Most TV shows, I don't watch as they come out. I kind of just, like, let them come out, and then when what I get to that them.
0: Stream? What is it streaming
1: on? A show? Uh, Book of Boba Fett is on Disney+. Plus. It's a Star Wars universe uh, movie. Yeah. TV show. Sorry. Do
0: tell, do tell.
1: Yeah, so, um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil too much. But obviously, for the bigger Star Wars fans out there, it's about Boba Fett. And Boba Fett is one of the most badass bounty hunters the galaxy has ever seen. And at the end of Return of the Jedi in the original trilogy, we were always left to wonder what the fuck happened to Boba Fett after he got kicked in the Sarlacc pit by Luke and the gang uh, at Jabba's Barge. And so, uh, yeah. So this... Uh, As we learned on the last season of Mandalorian, uh, Boba Fett's alive and then they're like, how the fuck was he alive? And so uh, Book of Boba Fett Fett tells us how he survived the Sarlacc pit, uh, what he's been doing since then, and then what his quest is now. And I have to say, for those of you who have not watched it yet, please go forth. Uh, No, you do not necessarily have to watch Mandalorian to watch book of Boba Fett, but it would be awesome if you did uh, realistically, the most that you need is just two star Wars movies to understand who the hell I'm talking about. And that's, uh, mm. you know, empire strikes back and return of the Jedi. So, so, so if you don't know who, who Boba Fett is, please go back and watch, uh, empire strikes back when he's first introduced and, uh, and you can see what I'm talking about. If not, you could just jump right into the show. Tamur Morrison plays Boba Fett. Jump right in if
0: you're if they haven't seen
1: it. And you could do, you could totally jump right in. But like, how many people like or how like how much Star Wars have you watched in your life? How much Star Wars do you know? Do you really know a lot of Star Wars? Or I think I no?
0: probably. I've definitely seen a multiple times like all the old ones, you okay. know. Um I've seen the newer one. Actually, did I see the new the newest one that I saw was with the girl Ray in it. Yes. Is that the like the last one?
1: Well she she's in the newest ones, yeah. She's in the new three one new three. Yeah. Did you see all yeah. three of the new so ones? I've seen,
0: I'm up to date then. Okay,
1: yeah. You're more or less. You know, you've seen enough or as much as the average person, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean,
1: why do you think Star Wars, right? They're so good. Uh, yeah. No, some of them are. I mean, I, I I, watched a lot of them, even the animated. They were pretty interesting. I will say that Boba Fett is really playing on to some fan nuances of my childhood. And I heartily enjoy it. So on the other end of the my review right now for Book of Boba Fett, to those of you that are complaining out there that, like, they've ruined it to some degree. Like, guys... Please get over yourselves. What else would you have to please tell me in like a thousand words or less how you would have done a better Boba Fett reveal than that? Because quite frankly, I think that's exactly what we've all agreed upon in like the low talk of halls at Comic-Con sitting out every year since we was kids. So get over yourselves. Enjoy the show for what it is. That's my review on Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, get over yourself. Get over (laughs) Um, yourself.
1: It's the only good. other like yeah. big uh, fiction I've been watching lately is A Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. Um, I don't know if you you've heard of the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. It is an epic series oh. of fantasy novels. Like this is like Game of Thrones but a million times better and it doesn't oh. have to rely on gore and F bombs to get you there.
0: like oh. an uh, Prime Original, they've been putting out some good
1: stuff lately, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've been signing some good contracts. They they've been making some, some good choices lately. Them and them and Apple T V have been yeah. making some pretty good choices. Um
0: definitely in-
1: huh. Yeah. So I mean, so for those of you that are into fantasy, I don't know if you like I mean, this is like more of close to a PG-13 Game of Thrones. So it's it's Game of Thrones light, you know. But it's definitely from a f- place long before Game of Thrones. Like, for those of you kids that are that are big into high fantasy, like, this is the mother load. This is, like, one of, like, the biggest stories of our time is Wheel of Time. So, like, I, I definitely say it's worth checking out. Like, I've considered Robert Jordan on the same quality as, like, the Hobbit books with Tolkien, I mean it's nowhere near the same like class or style of like use of the English language but his imagination really goes to a place that where like we haven't gone to yet in fantasy. And so like he he really Ooh. yeah. So uh so I take it you don't know what Wheel of Time is and so I will give a small little explanation maybe you should go check it out and you can let us know back on the show when uh, you know when you have checked it out but it is about a uh, a more or less like medieval style society so they 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 uh-huh. live in a more like stone and iron style age but then there's magic and so there is essentially like a like a point of the force that they all tap into kind of like star wars you know and there's this magic okay. but It is only, as it's currently understood by this generation, it is only to be attuned by women because men who seek its power will go insane and rip apart the world. So this society only exists with women who have power and then the men who live in that society. And it's not like this stark, crazy society. It's everything's normal. It just happens to be the only people who have superpowers are women. And if you're a dude with superpowers, they're going to check you hard.
0: It's kind of like that on that movie Dune too. Have you seen Dune? Uh, Where yeah, like no, I, I, I will say that the for it. I have, There's I no have read
1: much help. of Dune, and I have seen many Dunes. This is not the first Dune, and it won't be the last Dune. But no, yeah, that this politics are <laughs> there. There are some similar politics between Dune and Wheel of Time. I will, I will uh, get down with that. But uh, yeah, th- this is not. Uh, Riding giant worms on Arrakis. This is uh, a bunch of kids on a quest uh, through like the highlands and lowlands as they get chased by orcs and have to discover the power inside of themselves and potentially save all of mankind, its existence and connection to itself through reality and nature.
0: That sounds really badass
1: and I want to watch it. Yeah. So the first season is on Amazon Prime. Uh, it got... Rated uh fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I was very happy with it, being someone who fell in love with the books. And so uh totally, totally, totally worth it. Um and then in as far as nonfiction goes, uh the only Netflix thing that I have watched recently is Misha and the Wolves. Uh if you want some like mindfuckery, go watch this. There is a woman who purported to have escaped the Nazis and then was raised by wolves, and that's how she survived World War II.
0: Why?
1: But then, come to find out, she's a liar. (laughs) What? She did? She, She a liar? Yeah, no, so then that's... So then, like, so you spend, like, the first, like, 15, 20 minutes of the documentary, like, wow, this lady's gone through some crazy shit, but, like, there's... There's something coming around the corner now. What's the? Oh, she lied. And here's a real concentration camp victim who will tell us her story, and then why this lady's a liar. And then so you spend the rest of the movie just like that lady's a liar. It's uh, <laughs> lied. Yeah. It's um, And that and that was kind of that was that was short and sweet. But that's like the most of my Netflix viewing. Um, but like the big thing I watched lately.
0: A documentary even though you know that the bitch lied like
1: will i still enjoy it uh yeah what it's happens? interesting yeah i don't think i spoiled too much because like half of the trailer is just saying that she lied
0: oh okay but yeah. how she got away with her
1: lie. yeah so it's long. more of the machinations you watch it for the train wreck
0: i love just beca- i love train wreck. yeah
1: just because uh, i told you I that the train crashed doesn't mean hours. yeah i love it. yeah Just because I tell you that the train crashed doesn't mean that, like, I've explained the whole, the whole crash. So, yeah, it's worth, it's worth checking out. Misha and the Wolves. It's in the documentary section on Netflix, yeah. And then, like, my biggest, (laughs) my biggest things I've been consuming lately is, well, I just finished We Need to Talk About Cosby, and that is a whole nother can of worms and probably a whole nother episode of a podcast, but please do go check that out. Uh, Cosby was a, Great contribution to comedy, the arts, acting, unions, yada 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 yada. But he was a piece of shit who raped a shit ton of women and used quaaludes to do it and admitted what to did it multiple you see times. The
0: whole thing? So I was wanting to see that. Where did you find the whole one on?
1: It's on Showtime. It's on Showtime.
0: On Showtime. Yeah. Okay. I
1: need so to yeah, so you got you got to have see Showtime. Now. Uh and uh so yeah, they they have the whole series up right now. It was a long journey to go on. There were a lot of times where like I like had to fight my childhood nuances of yeah, that's the Cosby that made me the man I am today. And then it's like, fuck you, Cosby, why you got me a terrible human being? Why do I have to question myself?
0: Yeah. Watch that one. So it's that. it's
1: a lot to swallow. It really is, especially for like he did make a lot, yeah. a huge impact on culture, you know, and we can't deny that. But then at the same time uh, that we cannot deny the terrible things that he has done and admitted to. Wow. Well,
0: and fully admitted to, too, huh?
1: Well, so that's the crazier part is that. So the fact that the public at large knows that he did it comes on the precedence that when he was in court he was told under a grand jury uh, um, deposition that he was supposed to 100% comp- comply and say everything, and he would be given immunity. So then he admits in that deposition, like, down to the T, like, how he'd do do it with their pudding pops and how he'd get them to bed, and then... <laughs> So, but then that was like sealed. And then another judge came along and was like, nah, he says some terrible shit in there. We're unsealing that document. And then his lawyer went to appeals court and was like, no, bro, that challenges every reasoning behind why he said what he said. That's fruit of the poisonous tree. And so they were like, technically, even though it's unsealed, we have to treat it like it's sealed. So now he can go. And that's why Cosby went to jail and then got out of jail. Because his lawyer is what? worth every penny he paid for
0: Whoa. The plot Sick. yeah holy shit yeah <sighs> he just openly admitted everything if he was gonna get off
1: yeah well he had immunity crazy- he had immunity they gave it to him Yeah, like there was yeah. there was nothing
0: and yeah. you know, it's like he knows the nastiness to be like I'm just gonna tell you know like even oh wow that's just I really need to watch it
1: yeah yeah, it check it out. Really it's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But enough about enough about Cosby. You know, I, I've been trying to find something to like sanitize like my brain from all of these like terrible things that I watch cuz I just like I I have this thing for like the nightmare of humanity. I just I have to consume it, but then every once in a while I have to look at something derpy and lovable to remind me that life is worth living. Uh so I stu- Absolutely. so I stumbled upon the fact that like Disney is trying to turn Buzz Lightyear into a real thing. Like, not a Toy Story thing anymore. And not like a Buzz Lightyear Star Command like they did on the cartoon show before. Like, they just... They're going to re-reboot Buzz Lightyear. And they're going to make him, like, real. Yeah. Like, Space Force real. Dude, yeah. He
0: should. They should do that. He was the best character on, on that movie.
1: But it's gonna Maybe. be
0: Chris
1: Evans. How many were three? There's four Toy Story movies. Four. There was four. There was four. And then there was like six micro shorts. I liked the, the Luau one. It yeah, was kinda I, crazy, but like, no. The fourth the fourth one was really good. I, I thought three three was done very well. Uh, two was kind of the iffy one for me, but like, yeah, four four really especially for like the way that it was meant to reinvoke so. a a reverse feeling from everything you had in the first movie. It would just, yeah, it was great.
0: But so I, do you think this one, is it like his story after Toy Story? Is it before Toy Story? No, no, no. no. So like no, it's, he's course. real.
1: So it's like, we're going on star command missions. This is not, this is not like life before so like or after Andy's room. This, no, this is a real Buzz Lightyear who lives on Mars and fights a real Emperor Zurg.
0: Yay! All right, I'm totally gonna watch
1: that one. Okay. All right. I'm well, like at least player. that's one of us, because I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I I really don't. I really don't. But you know what? That. Uh, for as much as I don't know, you know what I do know about products and services. <laughs> so we're gonna, you know, leave for uh, products and services, and when we come back, we'll talk about things that I do know, like outer space. Moving forward.
2: When you don't vote, what you're really doing is letting somebody else take power over your own life. You wouldn't give your grandmother the power to decide what clothes you wear to the club. You wouldn't give your crazy uncle the power to post a picture to your Instagram feed. So why would you give a stranger the power to make far more important decisions in your life? Voting is the only way to ensure that your concerns matter. Period. Moving forward.
1: Alright, we're back. We're back, and back back, 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 and then some... And so for our, like, our juicy full topic of the day, where do our brains go after... After all the things that we thought about, all the adulting we've done, all all of the... Where do I escape to in reality, you know? And I thought it would be probably, like, the best way to, to like, you know, express, like the core meaning of this show you know what 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 are the the ridiculous rabbit holes we go down the the things that we want to solve the the things that we want to be or become and for me the biggest question has always been space yes
0: sarah you down with space
1: yeah the final frontier right And so I have a question that it always comes up between me and my cousin all of the time. Like we've been asking this question since I was like 13 years old. Like, how do you live in space? How do you go to space? How do you like so like I, I think it's it's easy to take it like bit by bit in these little sections that we've made in advance. Um I'd really like to pick your brain first, Sarah, on some of these things because, like, I've been down these holes many times. So so getting getting your, your new perspective on these things. I, I have not known yours, Ooh. so please, I would like. So, like, so first of all, do you, like, do you believe in, like, mankind moving to space or living in space or working in space in general?
0: See, I'm a little torn because I do, I definitely 100% think that there are extraterrestrials. And if we start venturing out, we're going to like piss them off. But I also think we're destroying the earth. And if we could get more people off of the earth, then I think it would give the earth a little time it needs to heal. So I, I'm a bit torn. I think I love the idea of like people living out in space and in colonies, but like how would it happen, right? Is it yeah, like, how, how do
1: you really get to that?
0: Yes. You know, where it's like literally like communities that are growing their own food and like, you know, being very, uh, they're, they're researching, you know, are they there for that reason? Or is it like Wally, where we've screwed up the earth so much and we're just basically just picking out up in space <laughs> so it's like which one would it be,
1: you know well i mean realistically it can't be the wally option because like we we don't we can't mass produce that kind of like lazy yet yet i'd say maybe like we, we yes. have a few hundred years before we could get that kind of dystopian stupid but like I mean, no, I I understand the apprehensiveness to, like, moving to space because it's, like, how do you make it safe for, like, all those people to live out there, you know? I mean, and and that's right. a lot, like, and that's, I, I didn't even put that on the list. It's, how like, I mean, I thought about a lot of things to bring up in this discussion today, but I didn't even, like, think about scraping the conversation of, like, how smart do you have to be to live in space because, like, I would like to think that we're all smart enough to know, like, don't go out that airlock. But if there's anything that like it that, <laughs> weren't not. Yeah. You We're know, if there's anything bad. that this pandemic
0: you know, someone would be just walking off that and yeah. walking right into space into yep. oblivion.
1: Exactly. Exactly. There are just <laughs> some people that just they 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 changed the bell curve so much in class that, you know, an mm-hmm. F and a C can mean the same thing. On, uh, on the uh, on a scale you know so <laughs> yeah so like yeah. yeah so I just I just felt like I you know what now that we broached it I guess yeah all right so first thing about going to space are we smart enough to go to space I mean technically mankind has proved that they can go to space we have the space station up there so like yes but like society as a whole I
0: don't, I don't think, think- Maybe a top elite people should be up in space. Maybe. Like, science But see, but then,
1: then now we're creating a 1% in space. And I don't ever feel like I'd be allowed in that 1%, but I'd like to go to space. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. I,
0: but I'd
1: like to go, too. Yeah. See, like we'd all like to go to space. So I think there just needs to be, like... I I think if we get to, a like, an understandable, like, how can we make... S- Space like kid safe, then it's like idiot safe. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then yeah, so then so then to space can they make so anybody could go there? Because if that's the case, yeah, but like as of right now, there'd be a very very small percent that would even be able to get up there. Exactly,
1: because then that would bring the next spot like after being smart enough for space, you have to be fit enough for space.
0: You have to be fit enough. And I didn't realize, and you're like, now that boy, when I knew we were going to talk about this topic, you know, I've watched videos and did some research or whatever. But like, yeah, you have to be physically very, very strong just to be able to withstand the things that you would have to do in space on like an everyday basis. Yeah. Or just getting up there, like, you know, you know, withholding the pressure of going Yeah, how, you know, going how many G-forces
1: there. can you take on your chest as, like, you have millions of tons of gasoline exploding behind your buttocks and you're propelled into space as your yeah. brain rips to shreds inside of your skull? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. No, human beings are not it built for that. that. So then the question is, is, like, how do we make ourselves all built for that?
0: I mean that's like all of us. I mean, I I I think they trained like what, two hours a day up in space. But like I don't know how much they would be training just to go up to space, you know? Like what's the training leading up to it? That's that, a lot that of cardio.
1: Be- a lot a lot of cardio. That's like that's more cardio a than of- a than a whole swim team and a and a and a track and field team combined. Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: No. I don't think many people would have the determination, even to get through the working out part, just to get to you know them to be able. So to this get to is space. slowly leading towards.
1: What you're telling me is this is slowly leading towards a, a wally future happening because if we're trying to get everyone to space, but not everyone's fit for space, we're gonna have to have a lazy way to get to space
0: exactly so I do think it's one. Yes, it. probably one damn it you're right being a Wally situation yeah because we wouldn't even most of us would be able to get up there so hmm, we'd have a Wally situation
1: yeah no we would totally have a Wally situation. I mean we already have one on our hands like we're living in an idiocracy as it is so like it's not yeah no I mean yeah. hey, you know what actually look at look at William Shatner going to space a fat, befuddling man with no real understanding of the uh, of, of space and its yes. mechanics went to outer space. And I'm sure he probably had, like, a Coke and an ice cream while he was up there, too. But it's just, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Woof. Yeah. Gonna, I, it's there. It reminds
0: it's, me, I did uh, see something pretty cool um, that they, for, like, NASA, you know, they actually make, like, amazing gourmet food yes they do going up in space they really they do dry it uh, like,
1: huh yeah no i i astronaut rations are amazing like astronaut ra- rations yeah, are the, actually I one of the only I went
0: to the museum when i was younger and getting like astronaut food and being like oh my god this tastes like shit this is what they have to like eat up in like space yep
1: you we pour, you poor poor people <laughs> The the sacrifice you make for your country for efforts and then nowadays you're like fuck I want to go to space too these guys have got it the best
0: right yeah. would be like really really good stuff
1: well shit you could die any day so that could be your last meal at any time like you're li- you're in a vacuum yeah. like anything could go wrong that better be the best that better be the best mac and cheese you ever eat because tomorrow we could get sucked out of an airlock.
0: Yeah, so they better. There's so much love, probably in that. Yeah, they just know exactly.
1: That's why space blueberry cobbler is better than real blueberry cobbler.
0: Yeah, no, I
1: get you. All right. Well, so then we so we've we've established that if we're going to space, we're going the lazy way because we just like picking up the tab on mankind. Uh, Well, then at that point, like what. How, how do we interact in space like i mean currency wise like space has a lot of opportunities because not many people realize that like gold gold comes from meteors you know it comes from the stars like gold is not a naturally formed object on earth it's deposited here by by astrological activity so like why are we fighting about gold on earth and why aren't we mining gold in the stars you know
0: Oh, interesting! I didn't know that. I, I didn't even know that's where gold came from. So gold comes from space.
1: Yes, basically. gold comes from space. Gold is not made in a natural deposit on Earth. Gold, gold is, and that's why you find it in little flecks and pieces throughout the Earth because it burns up and turns into little meteorites, and then it shoots into the ground, are and it's it's like the meteorite blood spattered it through another rock, and that's why it's. It, are you
0: kidding? Yeah, How that's, we have so much of it then that's crazy yes
1: we and that's what's crazy is like that earth was hit with just enough to where there would be enough gold for it to be the currency of the world like we just decided that wow, this that right? this was the item to be yeah and then we're lucky that that earth has enough of it randomly I mean and that's the thing we're gonna run out of gold. Yeah. Like, we only have so much gold that's actually in the reserves, but then there's so much gold that gets mined and gets used for technology. Like, the, like the reason why iPhones cost so much is because of how much gold goes into them.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: That's why What's iPhones that? yeah, are like bomb so products. That's
0: insane. we would have that much gold. Like gold, yes, so because it,
1: gold conductors make, for, gold is one of the best conductors. So the microchip systems that, like, all the interfaces inside of your phone are gold.
0: So is that a plan at some point for them to, like, get more gold on, like... I mean, is there gold on Mars? Well, see, that's the thing. Where is the gold? The gold asteroids? It's going to have to... Yeah. But
1: then they're going to have to go on an asteroid hunt because not every asteroid is going to be made out of gold. So they're going to have to come up with, like, spectrometers, and we're going to have to be able to, like look at an asteroid belt and say, oh, the gold's over there, you know? Or we're going to have to have, like, crazy-ass, like, miners in space who are going from asteroid to asteroid looking for gold. I don't know, you know? I mean, I guess that's for, like, the uh, fat cats of industry to figure out right there, but, like, I would think that it's, like... The
0: gold rush? Like, space gold rush?
1: Yeah, the space rush. What would
0: happen? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I never knew that. I can't believe I never knew that gold comes from asteroids.
1: It's not something that's like the Earth makes on its own. See? Look at and that. It's only a certain amount. Stick around in this podcast. You'll learn crazy new things every day, kids. Right. Crazy new shit. So in, I mean, like, uh, right there, that's that's enough to go to space. Is like there's gold in space. Okay, we, we're we're gonna make it we're gonna make it fat, kid lazy, kid stupid, kid friendly. So it's Wally safe. So then at that point mm-hmm. we're ready to colonize but like I really don't think we should be going to Mars. No? No. Like I, I think Mars is way too far. Like I think like I think we should yes. just figure out how to like make a space station like hotel that like orbits around the earth to right? start.
0: Exactly. Like I'm know? thinking in a 21st century style, right? Exactly. Planet and it just floats up in space, kind of close by Earth, and we can get like supplies easily
1: because it's close by. Exactly. You could have a cool space elevator that goes down to the Atlantic Ocean and just like send stuff Amazing. up and down it. Yep. No, it, just... it'd be cool. Absolutely cool and totally feasible. And then if there's problems, we can always get to it and yeah. fix it. Like, and then that, it just, like, we get, like, we need, like, a few generations used to just, like, living in rotation in space. And then eventually people who just, like, want to live in space. But, like, somewhere in there, we're also going to have to figure out, like, synthetic gravity. Because we don't have that in space yet. Because, like, that, I think that's, like, the hardest part about...
0: can't be all floating around up in our communities. Like we need to Well we need to be able to walk
1: around. Well, especially since lack of gravity is like the biggest reason why we can't do deep space travel. So like the human body can only withstand being in space for like eight to ten months and then it just starts getting brittle. Like, if you spend more than like a year in space and you came back to Earth you would you would break a hip like walking just walking down the stairs.
0: Oh, it makes you weak. Huh? Yeah,
1: so like you you become deficient in a lot of things for the your time pressure, spent
0: space. Probably like the pressure of everything, you exactly. Think? Like well, you don't have any bone? gravity.
1: You don't have gravity induced on your body for a whole year. So then the thing is, is like it takes like. 11 months to get to Mars. So by the time that you get to Mars, your body's going to hate living in space. So it's like if anybody went to colonize Mars, that whole colony's doomed. Like those guys are doomed from like day one. Like the I think like the furthest that we should figure out in the beginning is like a little space station around the Earth, maybe some colonies on the moon for yeah. the millionaires. You know, just enough space yeah. to set up a commissary and a PX, because I find that if the Marines can figure out how to put a subway and and an MCX exchange, then uh, democracy and capitalism aren't too far behind. So <laughs> you can put a subway there. Freedom will make it there.
0: <laughs> Wait, say that again.
1: I said, if you could put a subway there, freedom will make it there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that's like a secret motto of the Marine Corps. I, I swear. Like, I mean, th- I mean, look at it. Like, am I? Am I not? I'm not wrong. Like, I mean, you want to go invade another country? Like, the Marines show up, and the next thing you know, there's a McDonald's and MCX and a Subway, and then the next thing you know, democracy <laughs> and, and a metropolis of existence are there. So all I'm saying is, like, maybe we just need to like send the Marines to the moon. And give them like a couple months, and they'll figure it out, and then we can all show. Like,
0: them get that shit out. Don't yeah. it out. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's exactly, and that's,
1: and at that point, we could have easily colonized space. But like, so Absolutely. all right, so so we've got we figured out. All right, the marines are gonna get us there, but it's gonna be kind of like wally dopey ish. I mean, we're kind of kind of like, yeah. it, but that's good. Yeah. What we But we live in an idiocracy right now anyway. So that's like, I mean, that's the best we're going to get. So, I mean, well, then at that point, like, well, what do you see the future of space being like? What's like, do you think politics would change?
0: Oh, I don't know. It's like who would run outer space then, right? Yeah. I feel like it would, it would, I feel like it would cause even more wars because people would try to claim space.
1: People, well, I mean, but then like,
0: fucking <laughs> you know? yeah. If there's anything, people are selfish and people are gonna try to claim whatever they could. So I, I would see. I feel I would be curious on like who would try to run the rules of space.
1: <laughs> well, okay, no, I give it to you there. I mean, the Cold War is never over. So I mean, all you know, God only knows that like you know. The, the, uh, the first fight in space is gonna be against like communists or something. So uh, no, I, I, I get you. I absolutely get you. You know I think it's just more like the uh, the wide-eyed uh, like sci-fi fan kidding me would like to think that like we don't have to think about that factor, but you're very right in thinking of it. So I can't, you're not wrong. You're not wrong.
0: It would be nice, though, huh? It, it would. It it's would fun. be nice. Okay. Thanks so, but so, much.
1: so there's thanks. something that you Listen brought up it. at the beginning of this discussion when I brought up space. You immediately went to one of the coolest topic, and that's why, like, we have to save it to the end of the discussion. Extraterrestrials. Yes. So you think that there's life out there?
0: Hundred yes. percent, yes.
1: And you think it resents yes. us? There
0: is some compelling ass evidence that I think there is no doubt extraterrestrials. What do you think? I, I feel like you're so logic, though. I
1: have to say that, like, there is... Statistically, it is dumb to think that we are alone. But mm-hmm. in the infinite possibility of life, what <laughs> we consider life on our... Fundamental level of being is different than what other life forms could consider as life. So, like, could there be Mm. like space ducks on another planet somewhere living their happiest space duck life or tardigrades on a minuscule level or like space whales or something? I don't know. You know, so. Venom Infinite possibility. So I will lead it to nature to decide that there is something infinitely possible living at the other end of the universe or potentially somewhere between here and there. Do I believe that there is intelligent life out there? Yes. And it is probably more intelligent than us. And we should probably watch ourselves. And as a note to that, I really think that, like, man, you know, like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, you know, and it really only, like... And I don't know why I didn't think of it before, but it really just came about when I watched Thor Ragnarok for, like, the hundredth time. And uh, and it's because... I mean, you watch the Marvel movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, Thor. Thor is the dumbest guy mm-hmm. in outer space. He's hot. We can all agree on that. But, like, on an IQ mm-hmm. level for, like, denizens of the cosmos he's your surfer bro of outer space, right? Yeah.
0: But... I didn't like him,
1: yeah. But in applied mechanics of, like, physics and knowledge, even the dumbest surfer bro in outer space is smarter than the smartest person on Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. So in thinking about that, it's just like... Mankind is ill-equipped for living in space, and if it is to encounter another species, it is going to be incomprehensibly a million times smarter than us because it figured out how to get here.
0: Because that's
1: something that we haven't even figured out yet. We we don't know how to do anything without like cutting down trees or burning dinosaurs, which I'm sure that like
0: if they aren't already here, maybe they're already here. There is theory that they're actually here. Living in the ocean. Have you heard that? Have you heard that theory? Yes,
1: yes, I've heard that theory. I've also heard the theory that, like, the earth is hollow, and I've also heard the theory that we live in a dome, and I've heard the theory that there's people on the dark side of the moon, but it's really just the Chinese growing alfalfa sprouts. <laughs>
0: Did you see the video, okay, so what was, I think it was 2020, I think it was December 2020, there was a UFO on Oahu, this weird blue, like, cylinder thing that a bunch of people, like, chased, and it went down in the ocean, and they tried to find it, and they couldn't find it. Did you see that?
1: Yeah but like what do you think about that a lot of those things tend to just be like reflections and then people don't realize it so then it's like you have like a bomber being tested and it's got like reflective material for it to like you know not get hit by low ground penetrating radar and so that way it's not seen by other ships on the horizon so then like you know i mean and a lot of those things can be just about anything And most of them are usually Mm. explained pretty well afterwards and not in the kind of way like, oh my God, that's totally a, a a UFO up." But in a lot of cases Mm -hmm. of like flash of light. So like the thing that I found the funniest about, especially being like someone who spent a lot of time in the Midwest and in farming country is like nine times out of 10, you're going to get like people out in the middle of nowhere and go, I saw these crazy lights and it came in a triangular formation in the middle of the night and then it just disappeared. (laughs) You know what else flies in a crazy ass pattern every night over the skies of California. And we know they're not UFOs because we're just dumb hayseeds. There are RC planes with prop motors that go in predestined commanded rotations above fields. And they're essentially Uh like old age drones. They're just RC drones. And they do all of, like, the crop dusting. And in a lot of cases, those things are easily mistaken for as UFOs. I really think that if we have, like... Huh?
0: I want to hear your take on this, then.
1: I really think that, that in general, like, the idea that contact has been made is sensationalized by people wishing that there was something greater out there. I think that if... I think that if extraterrestrials did notice us, they would have already taken advantage of us by now and made contact because there's no like, there's no real reasoning into thinking that mankind is so special that it merits a conspiracy to hide like one of the greatest interactions of mankind. Also like throwing the fact that we would obviously be ill-equipped for stopping aliens so there is no way that this magical Hollywood version of like aliens show up and go take me to your leader and then our president has figured out how to talk to the aliens and they get them to sign a fucking space treaty in open area 51 and the men in black. No, because if something showed up from I'm outer kidding. space, it would be smart enough to melt our fucking brains and subdue us under its own thumb and subject us to its, its worldly rule. So if there are aliens living among us, be fucking blessed they haven't enslaved us because we're obviously way too dumb for them to take advantage of at that point. And they realize that they're just watching ants play in a jar. Can't argue with
0: that. What do you think about
1: cow mutilation, Ben? What do you mean? As far as like cow mutilation events, most cow mutilation events aren't proven to have come from anything crazier other than like local animals and then, like, crazy nut jobs, So, like... And, and I haven't really seen any major, like, cow mutilation in the news, like, on a regular basis. Like, I think if anything, no, like... No, it's more...
0: It's more... Huh? But, like,
1: I feel like it was a lot of
0: these or something that, like, the cow mutilation... Was yeah. Like, you would hear about I, it. I,
1: I feel that these days it's more and more light formations are being noted, but then in a lot of cases... There's no, there's no original video. And that's what the, the problem is, mm-hmm. is that like most of the video that you see on YouTube is obviously doctored. So then you have people that are yeah. just like telling a story and they're recounting it. And then they put that little thing down yeah. at the bottom that says, this is, this is an artist concept of the event. And that eventually someone reuses yeah. that video enough times to where it shows up without the part that says that it's a reenactment, and then people just take it as real. I, I'm i actually, like... I'm, I'm very opposed to most, like, they're out there conspiracies about aliens because I think they're just so poorly founded. I also think that, that, like, in a lot of cases, like, mankind thinks it's way too smart. Like, I think the sadder part is is that the universe is vast and we haven't run into anyone yet. And if we have then we were probably, like, we ran into one and they didn't get word back yet because these guys were like scouts sent millions of light years out or something, you know? But I yeah. just, yeah. I, I I, think that, like, by like I think that it'll be a long time before we figure out are extraterrestrials real and is time travel possible? Mm. And there's way too hard of a question yeah. to figure out of them.
0: File too
1: until we could actually
0: uh, mm-hmm, solidify the answers to that. Well, I mean, to talk about
1: <laughs> well. I mean, it would totally be possible, but like nobody, like I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, you have to splice like time and space in itself, but that's that's a whole nother bag of worms, and I think that's a story for a whole nother time. And I think we could go on forever about that, but I really think that we covered like you know how plausible it would be to go to space and how we would do it. Yeah. And yeah, no, I think that we're all problem solved now that it's a problem, but we went there. We did that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah.
1: And you know what? Yeah. And with that, I'd like to thank y'all for coming on this journey with us today. Uh, we'll see you again next week, Sunday. Hope to see you again. We'll, we'll talk about more what's crazy going on in the news and, uh, you know. Maybe solve a few things along the way. Maybe learn something new. Sarah, you got anything to say to lovely people out I'm there so in the internet? No,
0: I'm just, um, thanks for watching, guys. Um, coming down the rabbit hole with us and hope you dive on in in the next episode.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Everybody, thank you once again. We will see you next week. Roll credits.
0: Woo! Bye. Hey. <gasps>
2: Rabbit Holes is a Manavacal production. This episode was produced by Kavika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.